you did. So, <laughs> good morning, everybody. Nice to see everyone here. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms, grandmas, and as Pastor Nicole said, those those ladies that love on children and share your gifts with them. So, yes, my name is Marlene Mika, for some of, some of you that don't know me, and um, I am an elder here at the church and operations manager here at the community center. So today, I have a message for you, actually, that, that God shared with me several years ago. And although we have it in written form, you should have this available to you where you're sitting, um, this is the first time that I've actually shared this message publicly, and it is called Our Lord's Love Letter, and that's exactly what it is. It is a love letter from him to us. It's a letter that he gave me, and then I studied scripture and found some passages to go with the message. So it's his personal letter, and it's his word. So I'm honored today to be able to share this message and bring it to you with all of the scripture behind it, the big messages behind it. Sound good? I'm going to read the letter as he gave it to me. And then we'll look at how God's word lines up with it and the message that he brings. So sit back and enjoy. Grab a pamphlet if you like. You can read the letter, read along with the letter. And I do hope that this is a blessing for you. My child, you are more loved by me than you can understand. I love you more than anything else I created. I am very pleased. I miss you when you move away from me. But I am like a gentleman, patiently waiting for you to be ready for the plans I have for you. As your groom, I give you a promise of love, respect, mercy, protection, grace, overabundant joy, and peace. You simply have to accept these gifts. You also get a clean heart. You are washed clean of all trespasses, past, present, and future. You are dressed in white as a beautiful bride preparing for her groom. When you claim me as your Lord and Savior, I gift you with an advocate to have by your side when you face me, your judge. He will vouch for your pure heart of love for me and my people. Let's do this life together. Love me, love yourself, love my children. Honor me in all you do. I don't promise you won't have pain in this world. I do promise eternity, life everlasting. Confess your sins. Thank me for life, 
forgiveness, blessings, healing, and salvation every day. Believe my son died for your salvation and rose again. Remain in me, love me, and one another above all else. For I see you as a beautiful tapestry being made perfect as you are being made holy. See you soon to welcome you home. Love, your father. So I'm going to go through this a little bit, and we're going to look at some scripture that backs all this up, okay? My child, you are more loved by me than you can understand. And we can look at John 13, 6 through 9. He came to, excuse me, he came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but wash my hands and my head as well. For Jesus, washing Peter's feet symbolized washing away Peter's sins. Jesus knew what he was about to face the crucifixion. He made this sacrifice for us, for you, because he loves us so much. No greater love, no greater love is there than to lay down one's life for one's friends. I love you more than anything else I created. We'll look at Luke 12. And Jesus says, Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than sparrows. You are worth so much more. He knows every hair on your head. His children, he loves more than the sparrows, more than all the other living creatures that he created. We are his favorite. We are made in his image. He tells us, don't be afraid. Yes, he loves you and he knows you very well. And he still loves you. I am very pleased Ephesians, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship 
through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. Yes, he knows you completely. He made you to be his child. If you're a parent, you know that you're, you know your child, and no matter how many children you have, you know each one's different quirks and gifts and flaws. Our Heavenly Father knows you intimately, but he says he is pleased. We might take a quick self-check and wonder if he's looking at the same person that you see. But as a child of God, he is pleased. So don't be afraid or ashamed of what he knows about you. He is still pleased. Through this adoption into his family, through the grace of God given to us freely in Christ, we are chosen, and he sees us. He sees you as holy and blameless. With Christ, you are holy and blameless, and God is pleased. I miss you when you move away from me, Romans 3. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all sin. And when we do, we are separating ourselves from him. But he doesn't move. But I am like a gentleman. You, Lord, are my lamp. The Lord turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. He is a gentleman. He is our helper. He is our refuge. His ways are perfect. He's patiently waiting for you. 1 Corinthians. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. God is love. So God is patient. God is kind. And he waits for us patiently. To be ready for the plans I have for you. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. He has a plan, a journey, a route that is all mapped out for you, uniquely yours, to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. As your groom, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her 
God's children are the church. We are the church. Jesus is bride, and he is our groom. I give you a promise. Jeremiah 31. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. A covenant, a promise to God's people. Through Christ, in our union with Christ, this promise is also with us. Jesus created us to be his children from the inside out. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, he says. I will be their God, and they will be my people. He's inside of you, by design. Give you a promise of love, First John. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. God has given us a promise of love, love from him to be shared with one another. Those who love are born of God and know God. God is love. A promise of respect. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness, and light dwells with him. As children of God, he gives us his wisdom and his knowledge. Not as the world gives, but wisdom and knowledge of him from him. And discernment to know what is from God and what is not. A promise of mercy. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy. Mercy is compassion and kind and forgiven. His mercy is rich. That's our Father, and that's his promise. And a promise of protection. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. He's our rock. He's solid, strong. He's our salvation, our eternal life with him. He's my fortress. He's my safety. I will not be shaken. I will rest and trust in him. He gives us a promise of grace. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. We are justified 
and saved freely. But how? It's not by what we do. It's not by our good works that doesn't save us. It's by grace. God's undeserved love. Undeserved love, which we receive through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A promise of overabundant joy. John 10.10 The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Not only do we get salvation, eternal life with God, but we also get the opportunity to enjoy this life. You can enjoy this life in abundance. He promises, and he wants that for you. A promise of peace. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. He says that a lot. Not peace as we know it or pursue it in this world, but complete peace. That's no worries, no anxiety, no depression, no troubles, no fears. That's God's peace. And you can know that in this life. But how? Well, he tells us, you simply have to accept these gifts. John 3:27. To this John replied, a person can receive only what is given them from heaven. Accept. God is sovereign. He's the ultimate source of all. All we have comes from him. He gives to us freely out of love. We cannot earn it. We only need to accept it, believe, and receive. But he's not done. You also get a clean heart. Ezekiel 36. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. As a child of God, he removes your old heart of stone, that heart that you've built walls around, that heart that's been hurt. His gift he gives is a new pure heart and a new spirit. You are washed clean of all trespasses, past, present, and future. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. We are washed clean of all past, present, and future sins. By his blood, 
his sacrifice on the cross where his blood was shed for us. Jesus' death, the payment for our sins, past, present, and future. Now, if you're keeping track, that's every sin that you've ever committed or will yet commit. And not just the little ones. God treats all sin the same. Your sins, my sins, no matter what they are, washes those clean. So you are dressed in white, 2 Timothy. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Yes, as children of God, he sees us as beautiful, all dressed up, cleaned up, decked out in white. White is the color of purity. He sees you pure. With our victorious crown of righteousness, we are in good standing with our Father. As a beautiful bride, Preparing for her groom. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. We are his bride. Jesus is our groom. Prepare yourself for eternity as a bride prepares for her groom. When you claim me as your Lord and Savior, Romans 10, 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Call out for Jesus. Believe in Jesus. You are saved, and he knows your heart. I gift you with an advocate. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus is our Savior, our advocate. When you know him, you know our Father. To have by your side when you face me, your judge. Hebrews 13. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? We rebel. We are sinners. No matter how much we try, we will never be perfect. We will need our advocate. Jesus is with us when we stand before our judge, our Father, God. He defends me before God, not me, Jesus. He will vouch for your pure heart of love for me and my people. 1 John 4, 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. 
a pure heart of love. We can have that with Jesus. If we love, we know God. Let's do this life together. Father, I want those who you have given to me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Jesus told our Father in heaven that he wants us to be with him. He wants you to be with him. Love me. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Jesus tells us to love God completely with all you have, with all you are. Love yourself. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. He tells us to love our neighbors, but to do so as we love ourselves. God made you, and he loves you just as you are, flaws and all. Are you having a hard time loving yourself? Ask him to help you. Love God, love yourself, and love others. Love my children, John 15. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Love my children, each other, as I have loved you. Jesus showed us how to love one another. Here, he commands us to do so. It wasn't a request. It was a command. Love my children. Honor me in all you do. And last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. So this is Paul writing this. He very humbly writes this in chapter 15. It's a beautiful chapter. After Jesus' resurrection, Jesus appeared to Paul last. Paul first encountered Jesus when he was persecuting the Christians and was without Jesus in his life. But Jesus, Jesus could even change Paul's life. He can do the same for us. Honor him in all you do. He is worthy, and he deserves it. I don't promise you won't have pain in this world. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, 
in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. His undeserved love, God's grace is enough. Yes, thank you, God. When we experience pain, when we feel lost, depressed, alone, rest in him. Trust in God. He doesn't promise even Christians can escape hardship or heartache, but he does promise to be with you, protect you, and guide you. Trust in him. I do promise eternity, life everlasting. And this is the testimony God has given us, eternal life. And this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. And also, John 3.36, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. In both passages, it says whoever, whoever loves and believes in Jesus has eternal life. God promises eternal life is available for whoever. That's everyone. No matter what you've done or what someone else has done, we all have that same opportunity. So with Christ, we have life. It's a promise from God. Confess your sins. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Thank me for life. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. All life is from God. Thank him for your life, for the people that he's put into your life. Even our fur babies, right? All life. God cares for all living creatures, and he loves you so much, he cares about the little things too. Thank him for life, love, and joy that that brings. Thank him for salvation every day. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. Because of the cross, salvation is available to us all. Jesus was a faithful witness to his death and with his resurrection. He is established as supreme ruler, worthy of our worship and thanks every day. Believe my son died for your salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever 
believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And also, John 16, know the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God and rose again. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring Jesus, those who have fallen asleep in him. Remain in me, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Love me. We love because he first loved us. And one another. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. Above all else. John 13. A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. For I see you as a beautiful tapestry being made perfect as you are being made holy. For by one sacrifice he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. God sees you as perfect. We struggle with this. But when we are with Christ, God sees us as perfect, being made holy. And it is because of Jesus' sacrifice that he made for you. God sees you as perfect. See you soon to welcome you home. First Peter. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. He sees you suffering. He knows this fallen world of ours is hard. He's making a place for you in your eternal home. When things are difficult, hold on to that hope. These trials are temporary. Rejoice even in difficult times because God is still with you. He still loves you. As a child of God, you will eventually be with your heavenly father, your daddy. And he signs it, love your father. 1 John 4, 16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God 
and God in them. I hope that this encourages you. Focus on knowing that God is love and that no matter what, God loves you. His word is his truth. It's a promise. It's his covenant. Thank you, God. So at this time, we'd like to call the ushers forward again. And also, Miss Vicki. So, with Mother's Day, we have a special treat for all the ladies today. All the ladies today. <laughs> so, the ushers are going to pass out a flower. You're good. To all the ladies. Go ahead. Yep. And while they do that, Miss Vicki is going to bless us with a song. Someone once asked if only you knew how short life would be what would you do what would they say when god called you home what would they engrave once you were gone I hope they would see what I've done in my life, who I've cared for, and how I survived. I hope they say she loved more than anything else she loved. With all of her heart, she loved everyone she believed in. She loved, oh, oh she loved. She loved the Lord and served all her life. A sacrificial mother and an honorable wife. She gave all she had and through every trial. She made life much sweeter because of her smile. Everyone will see what she's done in her life, who she's cared for, and how she survived. I hope they say she loved more than anything else she loved. With all of her heart, she loved 
Everyone she believed in, she loved. Oh, oh she loved. She loved. Everyone she believed in, she loved. Oh, oh, she loved. Oh, oh, let's us love. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's beautiful. <clears throat> Thanks, Mike. That's why we have Kleenex boxes. Is there a dry eye out there? <laughs> Thank you, Vicki. It was beautiful. So may God bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Go with God's peace. Have a beautiful day. Happy Mother's Day.